Time for Town Talk, our monthly review of accomplishments, issues, and celebrations involving the town of Wyndham. <laughs> We've got a big one coming up in a month. It's brought to you at this time on the first Tuesday of each month by Prime Materials Recovery with facilities on Ash Street and Milk Street in Willimantic. PMR assists manufacturers and utilities to maximize their resources through scrap recovery. Now, Mr. Town Manager, Jim Rivers, good morning. Thank you for joining me for today. A lot of talk about how the House passed the state budget last night, but you got a little budget news of your own as far as the town of Wyndham is concerned, don't you? Yes, thank you, and good morning, Wayne. Uh, Yeah, we passed our budgets uh, on time per the town charter, the second Tuesday of the the month of May, and all three budgets, which is the Wilmington Taxing District, the uh, town general government budget and the board of education budget did pass and all passed with with flying colors uh the city passed by uh, three to one margin and i think the other two budgets passed by nearly a two to one margin so uh this year went went very smoothly there were not many comments by the public at any of our meetings we have many many meetings in preparation as we talked about previously on the show here um, the the uh, you know the issues this year were uh, inflation is, is crazy, uh, especially in the wage area right now. We're really trying to figure out how to retain and recruit people uh, and, and use the budgets that we have approved to do that. And uh, it's a it's a challenge, but we uh, again had to raise up a number of uh, of those uh, wage areas, and uh, and we've also added a few positions back that. Uh, uh, we had uh, previously cut in Wyndham because we, for years, we we did more cutting than anything, and uh, because of the activity in the town, we really need to in, improve and increase the uh, uh, the headcount in some of these areas to accommodate the additional activity. So anyway, I'm very happy the budget's passed. Thanks to all that came out to vote, the turnout was low, uh, but as I always say, abstention is acceptance when it comes to budgets. If you don't vote on it, you're probably okay with it. Uh, people that don't like the budget typically come out to not to, to vote it down. So anyway, it went very well. And, uh, and again, I thank the, the people in Wyndham for uh, supporting me. Uh, and then from what you have heard about the budget that the House passed last night and Senate may do the same, do you see anything in that state budget that will have an impact, positive or negative, regarding Wyndham? Uh, we are, you know, we uh, actually, the last couple of budget cycles have done very well uh, with the payment in lieu of taxes, which is a big one for us because we have a lot of state property. And payment in lieu of taxes is what the state gives us uh, because the state is exempt from taxes. Uh, we got a big boost on that the last couple of years. I don't see anything extra yet that I'm aware of for Wyndham. But again, we really got an increase uh, two years ago. Uh, in that cycle with uh, going, uh, we, we get paid 50% of the uh, what would be taxes on all the state property now, uh, which is up from 30% of what we should be getting. Um, it's not 100%. We, I think we've been shooting for it. I know State Representative Johnson, May Flexer, Senator Flexer has been working hard to get that up off of the 50%, but we're pretty grateful to have the 50%. But I'm not aware of any increase in LOSIP or... Uh, uh, the pilot. I know the age education money continues to go up. There was a plan many years ago to increase the uh, uh, the alliance money to the, the town of Wyndham, and I believe that continues on track to increase every year. I haven't seen the budget myself, but I believe there's more money in there for alliance. 
uh, every year that was planned to go up about six years ago. So we had, it's on a 10-year track to uh, get us what they call fully funded on education. But, uh, you know, we, we get, you know, a, a good amount of our revenue from the state of Connecticut, no question about it, and it's, it's all always encouraging that the state is in good shape. And if the state's in good shape, then we're going to continue to get that support from the state. So pretty happy with what I've heard so far about the budget. But I don't know if there's any big uh, super increases for the for the townspeople, other than I know that there's going to be some tax decreases for uh, people across the state, not just in Wyndham. But, again, they're sharing some of that additional revenue that the state has been receiving. The state is doing very well. Jim, we're running a story this morning saying leaders in Norwich met last night to create a fair rent commission. All towns and cities in Connecticut with a population of 25,000 or more have to create a fair rent commission by July 1st. And I heard that. I says, gee, I think Wyndham has a population of 25,000. Does this affect the town of Wyndham? No, because I believe that we are just under 25,000. I think the census, we were at 24,000. 600 or so. Or so. Um, again, that changes every year. They adjust that uh, number, but I haven't heard that we've crossed over the back over the 25,000. A few years back, we were at 25,000. We've been hovering around there for quite a few years. Um, I'm not aware that we are going to be involved in that. We don't really address the cost of rentals in Wyndham, but we do have a, a very uh, comprehensive plan on inspections, and if people have a complaint, they can make a complaint to uh, the town of Wyndham, and we can go address uh, any of those issues with their apartment. We have a, a department that addresses it. We also have a proactive inspection schedule for all apartments in Wyndham as well. So uh, part of that is to make sure that people have uh, fair housing is not just the cost of the housing, but that the housing is, is safe, it's clean, uh, and the landlords are doing what they need to do to keep people uh, you know, have a quality of life that they they deserve uh, in getting their money's worth. So we do address that that part of it. We're pretty aggressive there compared to other towns. Uh, again, I'll wait and see how that goes in Norwich and and if the, the rule applies to us. But right now, I don't think it applies to us. But I'll I'll hear uh, from uh, others once the uh, legislation is passed. Story says the Fair Rent Commission, which would begin next month will focus on issues like unresponsive landlords and massive rent hikes. Jim just has a new title to add to his resume. Uh, tell me about how your weekend went. Jim, what was the highlight of your weekend? Well, clearly, Wayne, it was the Scrivener wedding, the big event of the weekend. And I was lucky enough to be asked to officiate that wedding. Uh, between Mark and Sherry, and uh, it was a great event. It was at the Vertifay residence, and it was a great event in Wyndham. There were quite a few people there, and I got to officiate as a justice of the peace that I am. It was very exciting. I'm very honored to have been able to do that, and our chief did get married, and uh, that's exciting. Jim, when you and I talked last month, were you a justice of the peace? Uh, I've been a justice of the peace the last few months, uh, and actually I did that, uh, volunteered to, to be uh, appointed as a justice of the peace for this wedding. I, I was important enough for me to, to go out and get the uh, justice of the peace uh, appointment, and uh, I don't know that I'll do any other weddings because this was the, the reason I did it, but uh, 
it was it was really a lot of fun for me, and it was a great honor for me to do that. Uh, it was a great service, it was a great time, and uh, glad to be part of it. Jim, aside from the ceremonial stuff and maybe the legal stuff as well, when you officiated that wedding, did you offer any comments to the bride or the groom or the people in attendance there that you would like to share with us today? What 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 light did you shed on the day? Well, I, I guess my, my theme of my speech, there were a lot of great speeches uh, from different people that day, as, as most weddings have. Uh, mine was that uh, you, you see Mark and Sherry, Chief Scrivener and, and Sherry around town, and, and they're, they're not just happy. They're having fun all the time. And, of course, Wyndham's a great place to have fun. Uh, there's a lot going on. It's a great town. And, and, and uh, I don't know how many times Chief Scrivener said to me, uh, Mark said to me, that what a great town. He was having a good day, and I think uh, he said, what a great town, just the way the, the wedding went down, how everybody helped out and how it came together, where it was there uh, in, in, the, in the backyard of a really nice, uh, one of the more prominent Victorian homes in, in uh, Wyndham. And it just, he, it just feels good to be in Wyndham, and I think those two uh, represent what we're about in Wyndham, which is people are having fun. You know, they're not just happy. They're, uh, there's a lot to do, and, and they're doing it. So I, I guess that was my kind of my theme. And uh, speaking of that, uh, Jim, did you anticipate that coming up on the 4th of July that Fire Chief Mark Scrivener and now Sherry Scrivener might take some of the attention away from the Grand Marshal of the Boombox Parade, meaning that they're going to be quite the celebrities when they walk down Main They always do anyway, but <laughs> th- times are different now than they were last year. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know the uh, the, the Grand Marshal is is very concerned about that. I mean, you know, don't want to take any attention away from that. But uh, I mean, the Boombox Parade is its its own thing, and I think it'll stand alone. I'm not I'm not worried about that. I don't think there's enough oxygen in the room that we can all we can all rise to the top here. So I don't think that the Grand Marshal has anything to worry about. Well, I will gladly uh, pass the baton to the newlyweds as they come down Main Street. Just a quick thought, too, about the parade in general, leaving the fire chief, leaving the grand marshal out of the equation. But uh, that's, that's a big deal for the town of Wyndham, isn't it? You know, uh, it, it's, it's one of those, uh, you know, we're kind of known for it now, of course, after all these years. And, uh, but it, it's amazing how it just kind of comes together. And I know you're part of the, the unofficial planning committee, uh, Wayne, with, uh, with different people around town, the Recreation Department, other folks at WILI, but it just kind of comes together. You know, a lot of these other events we have, which aren't as big as the boombox, it takes a lot of planning, a lot of money um, to pull things off. But the, the boombox, it just kind of comes together, and it's always a good time. It, it always has a great turnout. The governor, I would expect to be there as usual with the whole, uh, you know, all of our elected leaders. Um, it just seems to be a place where people just gravitate to on uh, 4th of July every year. And, and, and again, don't doesn't require a lot of advertising or anything. It's just what we're, we're known for. And I, I think that will continue forever. I, I can't imagine that, that that would ever slow down. But the, the turnouts have been spectacular year after year. It doesn't seem to be petering out at all. And Senator Blumenthal told me he'll be here as well. No surprise. He calls it the best parade in the state. I asked him after the UConn basketball victory parade, does that make this the second best? Meaning the basketball parade second best. And we got a good chuckle out of that one. But he told me that he'll likely be walking down Main Street on a cane after the fractured femur, but he wouldn't miss this parade for anything. And just one last note about that, please. The people making plans to come to the boombox parade, either spectators or marchers, 
We need radios. It's a radio parade. People have been leaving those at home lately, and doesn't have to be a boombox, any radio, but we need sound on the streets. Otherwise, the concept doesn't quite work as well. And while we're on the topic of Main Street, Willimantic, there's a little bit of a new look for the renovations that have been going on downtown. Jim, do tell. Well, as everyone can tell, now we're starting to see the physical changes of uh, Main Street, especially the the, uh, the lower, what we call the lower end there by WILI. And, uh, you know, uh, since, since we were uh, on last month, uh, we, we've had so much happen to just a month in Wyndham. Uh, we had the grand reopening of QVCC, which is on that end of the street. So between the new pizza shop, the new uh, QVCC renewed uh, opening uh, uh, down that end with these two buildings, the Murray building with 16 housing units and a couple of commercial spaces on the lower floor. The Foster building, which you can see is fully involved with work at all levels uh, since we spoke last. The, uh, the elevator shaft, the old elevator shaft has been removed from the building because it's being relocated inside the building. You're starting to see things really take shape there. Um, it took years and years of planning, just to remind everybody again, uh, all these things that you see happening in Wyndham, uh, you know, they've been in the works for many, 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 many years, and, and sometimes it's funding, sometimes you need to have a vote, and it doesn't pass over and over again, and, but in recent years, we've been able to pull all those things together, but you have to be tenacious. Uh, you, can't, uh, you can't let little things throw you off track. You can't get uh, too fussy about things, or you'll get nothing. Uh, you know, and I think what we're, t- we're doing now is we're moving the ball down the field, the balls, and I think it's really starting to pay off because it brings momentum that now brings more people to be interested in Wyndham. And you're seeing that across the town. There's a lot more in the pipeline across town, uh, but that lower end of Main Street is, is really going to change dramatically in the next six months or so. I think you'll see both of those housing projects uh, completed by the end of this year. And you really could start to see uh, the impact it's having on the area. Obviously, I drive by it every day, and both of those buildings, the Murray Building, the Foster Building, as they're called, uh, significant progress in the last, say, month or so since the last time Jim and I talked. And uh, (laughs) it doesn't sound like a headline, but uh, gas station approved at zoning in North Wyndham. Well, all right. So uh, I think I might have mentioned this before. Uh, we received an application a few months ago for a, another uh, gas station. It's not just a gas station. That's why I wanted to mention it. Um, of course, we need lots of gas in Wyndham. Which we are the hub for the whole area, so people come from other area towns to come into Wyndham to work or play or eat or whatever, so they usually stop and get gas, too. And we, and we all, by the way, as a side note, we have some of the least expensive gas in this side of the state, at least, maybe the whole state, uh, which is remarkable for where we are. We're not really near a port. We're not even really near uh, a highway or anything. So anyway, uh, but this is not just a gas station out in North Windham. As you can tell, that the gas station that's out there gets really backed up uh, most days, most times. Uh, it's a very popular place uh, to, to get filled up. But this will be over there uh, next to the Masonic Lodge, to the right of the Masonic Lodge on that four-acre parcel. Um, the owner is going to build like a country store there. I, I understand it's about a 7,000 foot uh, to start with country store. Four acres is a lot of land. You can do a lot with that as part of the gas station. It's similar, it's similar to the Zlotnick station up in, in Chaplin, except this is going to be, I think, a little bit more 
uh, I don't want to say nicer, but less less box store type of a store from what we understand. Uh, but again, might have some other uh, businesses in there renting small spaces to maybe serve food or whatever. But it's going to be a little more substantial than just a, a convenience store. It's going to be more than that. It's going to be nicer than that. Uh, the landscaping, all of that's going to be done right. So, again, looking forward to that. More taxes, more jobs, uh, more services that we need in that area of town. And it just keeps filling in the empty spaces out there in North Wyndham. A couple of the other empty spaces, there's a car wash going into one of the empty spaces between all these and the auto parts store. We talked about that before as well. Um, but everything is starting to fill in down or, or there in North Wyndham. And again, the tax dollars are rolling in. That's really helping us with our budgets and, and just everything. A local softball star wanted me to ask you about some concrete blocks. I even got a picture of it. Concrete blocks that have been recently put down on that access road at Rec Park between the outfield of the baseball diamond and uh, field two, the softball field. What's that construction about? Well, that's a great question. Uh, you know, we, uh, for, for years now, there's been a lot of talk about having what we call pads or, or places for uh, food vendors, for uh, food trucks uh, to be located. Uh, people over the years have just kind of shown up over there. We don't technically allow that on any of the town's parks or properties. It could become quite unruly having people just show up and start selling things. So, but over there at Rec Park, we, we sort of let it uh, allow it to happen, um, but with not a lot of organization. So uh, this last couple of years, with the approval of the ARPA money that we received, the American Rescue Plan Act money that we received in Wyndham, part of that package is to build uh, these, these pads or, or spots for, uh, with more organization and more, more, uh, more planning. So we built five spots. Uh, along between the two, the softball and the baseball field. And we are, with the blocks, we're, we're making those places more defined and secure. We open that road up, that middle road, a little bit more to fit the, the trucks or the, or the or whatever they bring to sell. And then what we did is we, we had a, a policy, like other towns that do what we're doing with food trucks, and we put a policy in place, which included, uh, an annual bidding process because you know, obviously if there's more people that want the spots and their spots, then we got a problem. So we we put it out there to bid. We got about five, four or five bidders for the four for the five spots. I think we'll end up with five in the end, and we're going to have five uh, regular uh, food vendors there for all the events and even during the day at lunchtime. They'll be able to people will get be able to go over there and get get something off one of the food trucks. But it's more organized, uh, like other towns have been. Uh, so we don't have people over there with no permits and not, not doing the right thing. So that's what you're seeing the blocks for. The blocks are, are, are part of that project. Hey, let's give a shout-out to our local police. Willimantic officers were recognized for their commitment to the profession during the Willimantic Taxing District Board of Directors meeting that was held at Town Hall. I saw you were there as well, but uh, quite a few officers in various cases for various reasons, including saving lives, were honored. Just tell me about that ceremony. Yeah, you know, periodically, every every couple of years uh, or one or two years, we have an award ceremony for all of our officers. Uh, in in Wyndham, and there were there were quite a few awards given out the other night, you know. And in Willimantic, as most people that that live there know, um, 
we have an outstanding police department. I'd say I'd argue that it's the best in the country, best in the state for sure. And they solve crimes at a much higher rate than most other police departments. In fact, we're twice the state average on solvability. Um, and it was very apparent the other night when we had the awards ceremony. Um, you know, our guy, our people, uh, our police officers work hard. Uh, they're they're very well qualified. They're very well trained. But there's a couple other things that I would describe our our officers. They're really smart and they're tenacious. And I think the other night that was really clear. There were a few times where they actually saved lives. Uh, you know, by being a little bit smarter. Uh, in 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 the situation that maybe other officers in another place wouldn't have been as you know as smart and and then tenacious we've solved some crimes that are national uh criminals that are going around and, and say stealing things and we solve that those crimes right out of when they come to willimanic they're going to get caught so that that's the message uh, but again great officers that we have in windham and it was really apparent you start to hear the stories of how these awards are uh given out and each of the, each of them got you know the lieutenant that was handing out the awards or i'm sorry uh, uh deputy chief load uh we we had uh, uh kind of a story of what happened to get that award and it was really interesting to hear those stories and is it possible that before too long we will hear the actual chiming of the clock tower atop town hall yes another project long uh weighted project i know people uh we haven't had a clock since i've been here in six years uh the clock tower has not operated properly the, the clock itself has worked on and off but the bell has not been ringing um uh, we have a project with what, what is very rare skills these days to to uh renovate these types of old clocks uh but we have a company out of maine that's able to, to do what we need them to do and we have a project that's just about ready to start and we're going to relocate the mechanism down onto the third floor of the town hall so we can better view it because it's quite a journey to try to try to climb up into the tower it also doesn't have really good climate control up there and bringing it down into the building it'll be a, a more moderate temperature that that the clock likes to operate in a more, more steady temperature so and that's pre pre uh preceding what we hope is going to be the renovation of the third floor finally um you know the town hall is a centerpiece for our town and it's also one of the most uh, most historic and important buildings in, in all of Connecticut, and I can we're gonna we're moving that project forward as well. The, the bell tower, clock tower, that's part of the project. Uh, but in the end, we, we're really going and focusing on getting that third floor operational again. There's a lot of great rooms there. It's still quite preserved from its original state, and we're going to try to keep it that way. Uh, but we got a lot of exciting things going on there, town hall. All right, Jim, you got your uh, clown nose ready for the boombox parade? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm always ready, Wayne. I can't wait to see you there. Uh, back at you, pal. And for all these years, we've called him Wyndham Town Manager. Now we call him Wyndham Justice of the Peace. It's Jim Rivers brought to you by Prime Materials Recovery with facilities on Milk Street and Ash Street in Willimantic, PMRinc.com. That's our town talk program. With Jim Rivers on 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.